of the Titans, the Mount Rushmore of players we all know the names of. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers. Then there are the Giants hoping to join this group. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. Nonetheless, you can't forget about these new guys hoping to dethrone everything those that came before them created and blaze their own trail into NFL history. Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Mac Jones. Men that won't let you forget who they are. And if you do, they'll be more than happy to remind you. This is the show where we'll talk about all those legacies and so much more. We'll follow these storylines from the beginning of the season all the way to the climax of the Super Bowl. We'll see giants fall and watch new men who you never expected to take over stand tall. Through adversity and victory, the NFL has it all. We will cover every minute of it here. No buts about it. Hello, everyone. Welcome to No Buts About It, and thank you for tuning in. Sorry I wasn't able to put out a show on Monday like we talked about. Um, Work gets in the way. Work comes first. That's how we're funding things right now. But hey, if you continue to share the podcast and let other people know about this, then work won't get in the way because I'll be able to do this as a full-time job. And that would be awesome. So I appreciate it. If you enjoy this, share it. If you have advice, let me know. But had a busy week. Glad that we could come back today, though, to talk some football, talk about what's going on around the NFL. And it appears that one other guy has also had a busy week, and that's Ian Rappaport. Now, why am I saying that? Some of you may already know. Some of you don't know, but we're going to talk about it. And so first, uh, the big story that Ian Rappaport broke this week, uh, he actually broke yesterday. So this was a great time to come back because yesterday and today were just huge for uh, NFL rumors and a big story that we're going to talk about for most of today's show. You can probably tell by the title what that is, but Anyway, so according to Ian Rappaport, Raiders tight end Darren Waller and linebacker Denzel Perryman are going to be seeking new contracts. So uh, what's that mean? Is uh, Darren Waller saying, hey, I'm a top five tight end. Um, I'm basically being used as a wide receiver in the offense the last few years. And I see what my boy Travis is getting paid. I see what Mark Andrews is getting paid. I want to get paid a little bit more. Now, Darren Waller is a stud. He's a great uh, tight end, great blocker, great receiving tight end, very dependable, has an awesome story. We're definitely going to talk about him at some point during the course of this show as it goes on. Uh, It's an awesome story, um, very inspiring. If you just can't wait, to hear about that, go look it up because I love Darren Waller's story. Would love to see him get paid. It's definitely a comeback story, and I think he's earned this new uh, contract. Darren Waller is just that guy. Derek Carr being there, Devontae Adams. I think that the Raiders could possibly take the AFC West. This is just a great team that they're forming especially with all the adversity that they've been through in the last uh, year and a half or so. So, uh, Rappaport breaks that. And then we get to today, and 
what happens? We get all the alerts. If you're subscribed to ESPN, NFL Network, you got those notifications turned on. They were going off because one of the newest upcoming stars in the NFL, uh, old first rounder, old first number one overall pick for 2019, he gets signed and he gets a new contract. And we didn't know if he was going to be back with the Cardinals. Of course, we're talking about Kyler Murray. Um, I watched NFL Network this morning, and Ian Rappaport was talking about how Tom Pelissero called him, and Ian was on his Peloton, and he's biking. He's going hard because Ian's a hard worker. He's biking hard, and he's almost out of breath, and Tom's calling him, and Tom can still hear the stuff on the in the background of the come on you can do it you know the, how the peloton is the videos and they're talking about this and they send the tweet that Kyler Murray has been extended through 2028 uh, for five years uh, 230.5 million dollar contract which means he'll be with Arizona for at least seven more years assuming they don't trade him I don't know why they would. He does have some potential, but we're going to talk about some drawbacks that Kyler Murray has as well. But before we get into that, I just want to state Kyler Murray, I think he's an amazingly talented quarterback. I usually draft him in at least one of my fantasy leagues, so I think he's great for that. This is not a knock on Kyler. Um, I could see this contract backfiring a little bit, but in general, I think it's a really great deal for Arizona. $160 million guaranteed. Obviously, Kyler's a huge fan of that. So let's talk about the contract breakdown a little bit more. So to give you some context of to where Kyler Murray lands right now with this contract, he is being paid uh, about $46.1 million per year, I believe, is what that breaks down to. And so... That means he is just above Deshaun Watson, who gets $46 million a year for five years, coming out to $230 million guaranteed. Now, that contract, the Deshaun Watson contract, I do not understand because they made that when they weren't even sure if he's going to be able to play. We don't know if he's going to be able to play. We don't know when he's going to be able to play, if he's ever going to play. The Browns are even talking about maybe going after Cam Newton right now in case Deshaun isn't able to play. They made their quarterback mad who had taken him to the playoffs for the first time in how many years. Deshaun Watson hasn't played in a year. That contract does not make sense to me. I would not give him that much money up front, but they did it, so he's right below Kyler Murray. The only quarterback above Kyler Murray right now is Aaron Rodgers. $50.3 million, five years, or three years, excuse me, $150.8 million. So that was, believe it or not, a team-friendly deal to help maybe keep some people around this year. Obviously, they weren't able to keep Devontae Adams around, who's a huge star, but they were in cap prison, essentially. They were not going to be able to keep a lot of these guys around because the cap hit that Aaron Rodgers had that a lot of these other players had was causing the Packers to not be able to play the pay the people that they needed if they wanted to pay play. That is a tongue twister. Play good football. 
And Aaron Rodgers took a team-friendly deal, um, $50.3 million a year. So that's the only one above Kyler Murray. Aaron Rodgers is obviously a Hall of Famer. Once he retires five years later, he'll probably be a first ballot Hall of Famer, in my opinion. Um, he's just always had that accuracy. He's back-to-back MVPs. So Aaron Rodgers, probably, he definitely deserves that type of money. Um, now let's skip down. We've already talked about Watson, who's right below Kyler Murray. Below Watson is Patrick Mahomes. And I think that this was a great deal on the uh, part of the Kansas City Chiefs a few years ago when they made this contract with Patrick Mahomes. So they signed him to 10 years, $450 million. Huge contract. I believe it was the biggest in NFL history at the time. I assume it still is, but I'm not sure. But so let's think about it this way. The cap grows every year with the more money that the NFL makes, the more money these teams make, and just it grows a little bit each year, sometimes exponentially, but usually it's just a little bit. So by the time they get to the back half of this contract, Mahomes probably isn't going to be that big of a cap hit, realistically. I mean, we're already looking at where quarterbacks are being paid more. Uh, Kyler Murray's already being paid more. Watson's already being paid more. Rodgers already being paid more. And so they've got who has been deemed the kid. He's the baby goat. Baby goat is a kid. Patrick Mahomes isn't even in the top three highest paid NFL quarterbacks now, but they've still got him and they've got him locked up for, I think six more years unless they redo his contract, which they might, but I think that that was a great contract. And then finally, fifth is Josh Allen, 43 million, six year contract, 258 million guaranteed. Another great contract. It just seems like Josh Allen is the new prototype for what quarterbacks are going to be big, mobile, strong guys. Um, I just think Josh Allen needs to stop meeting Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs because that seems to be the Bills kryptonite. It has been the last two years. I'm a Josh Allen fan. We share the same name. Got a root for him. So I, I think Josh Allen's contract is probably right where it should be as well. So here's my issue with the Kyler Murray contract. I do think it's a good contract for the same reason I think Patrick Mahomes is a good contract. In a few years, we are going to be seeing quarterbacks paid much more, $55 million, $60 million, however much you can expect. I don't know the numbers, but I think that the Cardinals made this contract expecting that Murray's probably going to fall out of the top 10 highest paid quarterbacks by the end of his contract, probably halfway through his contract with it being so long. So I can see where they're coming from. Kyler Murray is a great quarterback. Like I said, I have him in nearly every fantasy league. I try to get him for sure. He is promising. He's pretty um, dependable. And he just, he's mobile. He's got a good arm. He's got strong football IQ, and he's young. Plus, he has D-hop, usually. Um, He probably won't have D-hop the first six games, I believe, this upcoming season. So that may hurt him a little bit. But overall, Kyler Murray is a great quarterback. He 
does have a slight issue, it appears, when he's under pressure. And we're going to talk about that here in a second. But I just want to talk about Kyler Murray, great player. He knew what he was worth. He got it. He was in the MVP running before he got hurt last season. Um, we're going to see how much of that was Kyler Murray versus how much of that was DeAndre Hopkins helping out Kyler Murray and making him look good. But I think a lot of it was Kyler Murray. I think Kyler Murray is a great player. I think he's a strong player. And we've only seen the beginning of him. Now, let's look at his regular season stats first. Kyler Murray played 14 games last season. He had an ankle injury that kept him out of three of them. In those 14 games, he had a 69.2% completion percentage. Pretty good. Pretty good numbers. Um, 3,787 yards. Uh, I assume in if he had played all 17 games, he'd be a lot closer to that 5,000 mark. Um, that is kind of what our elite quarterbacks tend to fall or... Uh, pseudo elite quarterbacks I guess if you throw for 5,000 yards it doesn't automatically make you an elite quarterback but having that in 14 games having 3,787 yards is still very impressive Um, 24 touchdowns 10 interceptions so didn't quite make it to 30 but again I think if he had played all of his games without that ankle injury and D-Hop also got hurt in the season, and I think D-Hop was out for more games, so that probably hurt them too. Not that Kyler Murray is dependable on D-Hop, but they've got that chemistry going, and when you lose one of your boys, sometimes it just hurts your overall drive. But the thing that concerns me about Kyler Murray now is the fact is these NFL teams are playing to win Super Bowls. That's what they're paying you to do. They're not paying you to just do well in the regular season. That is a step towards the Super Bowl, a step towards the playoffs. That is how you get in. Obviously, you need to do well in the regular season, but that's not enough. Now, Kyler Murray, he played. they played the Rams, who ended up winning the Super Bowl. They took down Tom Brady. So, obviously, the Rams are a fantastic team. We're not arguing against that. What we're arguing here is is Kyler Murray seemed to just fall apart when he played the Rams. I don't know if it was the pressure of his first playoff appearance, if it was Aaron Donald lined up um, just to his right, I believe is where Aaron Donald usually lines up, is to the quarterback's right. It it just seemed to take him down. Something got in his head, and he just did not play well. They lost. 11-34, I believe, was the score. And here are his stats from that playoff game. 19 for 34 attempts. That's a 55.9% completion percentage. Drastic drop from... That's a 14% drop from his season average. Only 137 yards. Not, Not even 200. It zero touchdowns and two interceptions. That's not the Kyler Murray we know. That's not the Kyler Murray we're used to seeing play on Sunday. That is not the Kyler Murray we were expecting in that wildcard playoff game. That playoff game was super hyped up. We were all like, oh my gosh, Kyler Murray is going to be out there against Aaron Donald, against Matthew Stafford. This is going to be a close game. It's going to be super hype. 
it wasn't. I, I remember people coming down to our dorm when we were watching the game and they're like, what's the score? I'm like 1134. And they didn't believe us. We thought they thought that we were messing with them until it came back from commercial and they saw what was happening. Uh, we were Googling to see if Kyler Murray was even in the game or if there, if he'd gotten hurt and we'd all missed it. And this was some backup. So again, all of this comes with the presupposed understanding that I need you guys to have that if I was in this situation, I would do horrible. I would not know what to do. I'm not an NFL quarterback. These guys are way more athletic than me, but Kyler Murray being an NFL quarterback, being in this situation, just did not play well. It was not what we expected from a player who was in the MVP conversation two months ago. And now he looks like a rookie who has just discovered a football. I'm sorry. That's what it looked like. But Kyler Murray, we have some love for you here at the show. We want you to succeed. We want you to do well. But, man, it was hard to watch that. And I'm not trying to badmouth it. I'm just trying to be honest. I'm not trying to badmouth Kyler Murray. I don't want Kyler Murray to somehow listen to this and be like, oh, my gosh, that guy hates me. I'm never going on his show. That's the last thing I want. I would love to have Kyler Murray on this show. I'd love to talk to Kyler Murray about that game. I would love to get his perspective and just see if something was in his head. Maybe he was sick. That... That would be great to know about. But right now, I think my issue with this contract is Kyler Murray isn't proven in the playoffs. We don't know what he's going to look like in the playoffs. I'm afraid that what's going to happen is Kyler Murray is going to be a great regular season quarterback, and then he's going to lose every wild card game. And he's just going to go down in history as this quarterback that couldn't win playoff games. That's what... They thought Lamar Jackson was for a few years, um, two years, I think. And then in his third year, he finally won a playoff game, and it was like a super big deal. But Kyler Murray's only been to one. Uh, But that one left an impression on people. He's got his doubters. He's got his doubters out there. And I think he can prove them wrong. He's got the talent for it. Uh, I like Kyler Murray. I think he's got potential, but I'm not sure that he has shown us reason to give him $230 million yet. The Cardinals GM thought so, thought he had. So we will see what Kyler Murray does in the regular season this year without DeAndre Hopkins for the first half of the season. And we will potentially see what they do in the playoffs, I think. They should make the playoffs fairly easy because the NFC doesn't really have much competition. I don't expect things to be shaken up too much over there. They should easily get a wild card spot. Um, But that's all we've got to say about Kyler Murray. Let's go into some other rumors, some other news per se. And that is basically more Browns quarterback news is who is going to be starting week one. Browns fans, the ones that are left, are probably rooting for Deshaun Watson because he's the best guy in their locker room right now. They've got Jacoby Brissett, but yeah, it's Jacoby Brissett. Like he's he's a backup. 
Then I believe they have Joshua Dobbs, who was drafted in 2017 by the Steelers, moved around a bunch, and he's probably going to end up being a practice squad quarterback. Now there's another rumor going around per, I believe, Mike Florio. Let me pull up the article and make sure that I get credit where credit's due. And it is Mike Florio. So Mike Florio is saying there is some chatter that the Browns may sign Cam Newton. And here's the thing with Cam Newton. He just, he was good for one year, one MVP, went to a Super Bowl, and then just kind of fell off. I don't know if he got full of himself, if COVID just took him out, but he did not work out with the Patriots. Panthers brought him back. Didn't work out there. I think he's going to end up being a journeyman backup. Um, obviously, we want everyone to succeed except for certain unnamed individuals who are just kind of jerks in the league and have since been kicked out of the league because they're jerks. Um, but Cam Newton... I just... Cam Newton's style just didn't mesh with me. I don't think he's necessarily a bad guy. In fact... He seems like he's a really great guy. It's just the way that he does things just isn't the way I do things. So I think that's what bothers me about him. But I don't necessarily dislike Cam Newton. But I do think he's going to be a backup uh, journeyman quarterback who just kind of goes around to different teams, filling in for positions. Um, potentially the Browns being his next stop until Deshaun Watson is ready to go if they're not confident in... Jacoby Brissett, which if that's true and Mike Florio is saying that, then they probably aren't that confident in Jacoby Brissett. A.J. McCarron, who has been a backup pretty much his whole career, I think his whole career actually, is also still a free agent. He's still out there. Uh, Jimmy G received permission to be traded, but it's not likely that the Browns are going to go after him. Um, Other... Big story from Mike Florio that we've talked about on this show is that an extension for 49ers star Debo Debo Samuel is not imminent. Now, Debo Samuel requested a trade. He's another 2019 rookie. He's been playing that wide back position, so he called it, which is where he lines up as a running back and a wide receiver. Still rooting for him to go to the Colts. Because I think they could use him well. He wouldn't be used as a running back as much. Because they have uh, Jonathan Taylor there. But it would also take snaps off of Jonathan Taylor. They have Naeem Hines. Who they're probably going to use more as a wide receiver this season. But I just think Debo Samuel would fit into that offense so well. If they don't go with Debo Samuel. If they need to get Julio Jones. Who's a free agent still. Because he's got that chemistry with Matt Ryan. Matty Ice. I just think that would be so beautiful for the Colts if Julio Jones isn't planning on retiring, if he's still got that chip on his shoulder because it didn't work out with the Titans. If he wants to prove himself, he should go to the Colts. But Debo Samuel is still looking for a trade, I assume. I haven't read anything else. And 49ers aren't looking at extending him and paying him more. So that looks like he's going to want to be traded. But... That's uh, that's to be seen. We don't know where he's going to play. Maybe he'll be a 49er. Maybe he'll be a Colt. Maybe he'll end up on the Bengals for some reason, just out of spite. He'll take like a million-dollar contract that we can actually afford. But I don't see that happening. 
<laughs> but that's all we've got to talk about today. But I think that was a huge story with Kyler Murray. I mean, that's just insane. Him getting paid that much money after kind of leaving a bad taste in a lot of fans' mouth regarding that playoff game. Hopefully, Kyler, he's young. He's got a long career ahead of him. He's shown lots of potential. We hope he succeeds. Would love to talk to him about that game sometime. If someone listening to the show knows Kyler Murray, message me on, uh, let me make sure I get the email right, because I think I said it wrong this last show. But uh, I'm going to double check. Podcast 2 at gmail.com. That's B-U-L-L-M-O-O-S-E podcast in the number two at gmail.com. So uh, I appreciate everyone for listening today. It has been a great show. I'm really enjoying this show. I hope you are too. I'm hoping to eventually have more guests on. And if you continue to share the show, I can do that. I can email people and be like, look, I have this many listeners. Come on. Let's talk about something. Let's have some fun. Quick little conversation. So uh, I appreciate everyone who is listening. I appreciate everyone who shares the show, who subscribes to the show. really helps me out. I'm looking at some sponsorships so that we can keep this show growing, keep it moving along. Um, if you have any questions, things you want us to talk about, send it to that email as well. Bullmoosepodcast2 at gmail.com. Bullmoosepodcast2 at gmail.com. Um, that's all for today's show. I appreciate y'all for listening again, and I hope everyone has a great weekend and we'll be back on Monday. Hopefully until then, see ya.